Welcome to Bobby's <laughs> Cryptid Corner. I love that so much. <laughs> I'm Bree. I'm Jamie. And I'm Bobby of the Cryptid Corner. Hey. Okay. I'm excited for tonight's episode for many reasons because first off, we're talking about a cryptid. So like applause for that, everybody. Like we're we're talking about cryptids again, but also that's, because ooh, what? No, I said that's that's uh, that's what this is. It's the cryptid corner. Right, I'm proud of us. But before <laughs> we get into the cryptids, we are going to talk about Bobby's birth chart instead of our normal show and tell today. Yeah. Right? No, oh, I have a oh, show wait. and tell for you later. Do you? Actually, ooh, okay, well, show us show us real quick then. I shouldn't. Oh, no. Why? Oh, this is the one I said I was trying to do and then I ran out of time. Okay, so then no, we're not doing the see exactly. We're not doing it. So we're going straight into the the birth chart. Oh, I tried because you were like, did you make a picture? Oh, wait till later. Yours is up there. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we'll wait till later. We'll wait till later. Don't you just why'd you why'd you tell them about the picture? Okay, well, I have this one. Oh, wow. That's nice. Oh, I have this one. Okay. And then I wanted to show you guys the progress of my magician. Okay. He's looking oh. better. Oh, yes, he is. He's looking better. He doesn't look so uh like serial killer-y. He looked like a legit Michael Myers. He really did. What's the other mm. paintings of? Like they're green and shiny. Oh, this one. I don't know what I was doing here. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah, I like that. And this is another one. I have no fucking idea. I was bored Ooh. and I was just like, it looks like fingers. I was like, let's explode. And that's what I got. Okay. Okay. Well, I've done paintings. I put them behind us. I did. I did this one right here of, I don't know, just my emotions. I'm so impressed with that photo. I mean, that painting. This one? Yeah. No. When you show, when you sent it in our chat, I honestly was like, that is a dope fucking picture. It's also I don't like, know why, but I just love it. Yeah, it has, that's really nice. It has like sparkles in it and stuff. I, I, don't know. I could see that in like a museum. That like was just big. I would love that. Even on my wall. Could t- you could totally like wall. launder Ooh. money with that painting. Well, that one was just like trying to do a vibe. Okay. So then I have this one over here. I painted the universe. And what I loved about it is that I painted the three of us inside of a UFO. Bobby's oh. the tall one. And we're the short ones, Brie, obviously. You know I'm what I'm a, saying? Uh, I'm a tall white. So am I actually. Very, mm. very interestingly enough. Free is a Pleiadian. You guys know I'm like six foot seven, right? Yes, you, we. Yes, you are literally like a giant Bigfoot. Oh, Brie, didn't you did not know that? What? You didn't know that? Are you really six foot seven? Yeah. I'm like six six. Huh. <laughs> six seven sounds more impressive for some reason. Bree's husband's very tall too, as well. He's not that um, tall, though. <laughs> you know what's fun is uh, this is well I don't want to segue into the cryptid yet we'll talk about that we'll, later. yeah we'll yeah, talk all about I was it. gonna say is it's a good uh, 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 spark to the Halloween season cryptid it is we are I gonna be doing Halloween in September and it goes through Thanksgiving Thank I was gonna say we're gonna like this is like kind of our kicking off a spooky season we're doing kind of like a spooky cryptid today the picture is but here behind me the audios can't hear the audio only listeners can't hear it but for the youtubers you can ponder it we won't say it yet but this is my interpretation of them but we are going to do some spooky things here and talk about some more spooky as we go on to the spooky season so we're pretty excited about that but first but first I need you guys to make a case and sell me on all this astrology mumbo jumbo so I gave you my birth date. I gave you my birth time. I gave you my location. Yep. 
what what do we got? Let's see. Let's see if this is like one of those things of like, well, you could apply that to anyone if you think well, about it the right way. Well, I think that that is with all astrology and that's why they use such wide terms sometimes because it's supposed to be meant <laughs> to be able to cast a net. Well, I mean, it is, okay. but I think when you get into the very specifics of a birth chart, it's very different. I think okay. that when you're talking about astrology in general, it's meant to be a little bit more uh, vague. vague. Exactly. Bree, why don't you go ahead and start? I'll let you, you kick it just, off. I was just um, going to say that um, it is wide because we can read about a certain planet or, or placement in the chart, but you also have degrees of whatever each planet is in that sign or in that house. But then you have to look at the overall picture. And so something that like professional astrologers will do is they will take that large picture, all of those different degree placements and actually go into depth. And those can really hit you on a personal note. So it's like it's one thing to like type it in like we did online. But these astrologers know what they're doing and they will dive deep into you. Sounds weird. Wow. They will dive yeah um before you get into my thing with with this um can can you talk a little bit about i guess like the i don't want to say logic behind it or maybe like the you know the foundational like where does this come from and 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 like what is the i don't know driving force behind astrology I think the overall driving force would be that every single planetary object holds a type of energy. And I think that we all see that when it comes to full moons. I think it's like people joke, you know, about it. Um, but there has been studies that like weird activity and like with humans, like killings or um, disappearances or like weird things have actually been proven to be like spiked up when there's a full moon sure and i mean the moon itself obviously has a gravitational pull on the earth it controls our oceans we're 70 percent water so obviously right. why we would have we any, separate ourselves is there any reason why you know the cosmic forces and energy and stuff would affect someone's like personality or destiny or things like i that? think because when you're born into the world there are all of these different planets that are carrying all these different energies are placed in particular places. Mm -hmm. So when your soul is coming through, when your soul is being born into the earth, it's literally almost like being pushed through. Um, veil is not a good word. Um, like pushed mm. through all of these different forces, all of these different energies. This was like your time to come through where all of that affects you. Like you were born into that. So it's almost like a, um, like a, a system. Like it's, it's like they're pushing this consciousness into the super organism of humanity based. Like, is it, it's almost like an intelligent, like it's very. Well, yeah. And I think it also could even go back to the, the theory of that. We're not separate. People like to say like, you are the universe, but that's literally because you're not really that separate. And if every right. single planetary object can hold its own energy and consciousness is a great word because it can also hold consciousness, which many people like are super, super deep into, which I have yet to like deep dive into, but um, basically that every single planetary object is its own consciousness. Mm -hmm. 
And so you are being affected by all of those different consciousness that creates yours. That's like a filter for you. All right. It's like as you, as you, planets affect you. Yeah. It's like, as you pass, yeah, as you pass through it, like you're collecting that energy as you go. And that's, what's making you up as your soul human being. And a lot of people say too, that this has to do with like, when you sign your soul contract before you get shot down into earth, like you are choosing this birth chart and this path and this map that you're going on. So like, there's these ties almost to like, the stars being a map. Right. And so maybe that's like a bigger way of them. Like, okay, this is where I am. This is my journey. This is where I'm going. You know what I mean? And it doesn't just apply to people because Mm -hmm. we can, people like dope, dope astronomers will look at things like our political system Mm -hmm. or, um, cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency, Mm -hmm. cryptocurrency, uh, things like that. Big world events. They can see it in the stars. Literally. Yeah. Literally can see see the placements right. in the stars and they can predict that. In fact, I'm sure the both of us follow this one girl on TikTok. Cause the she's red like, girl, the red girl. Amazing. Cause she like for like the past, I started following her during quarantine. So for over the past year, made, over the past year, she's made predictions like perfectly months in advance. Mm-hmm. She like places it all out. Like she talks about cryptocurrency. She talks about like big events that will happen in history about who could be president, about why, mm-hmm. like what's going to happen. These signs and literally like it all falls through. Mm-hmm. So it's and almost it's, weird. it's almost the way in which we were talking about a few episodes ago about. It, it's not necessary. It's not necessarily like a supernatural power it's just a skill of being able to like recognize patterns and pick up on that yep Mm -hmm. and and connect the dots and um like and i can see now why like the different like the different ages of humanity like the different ages astrologically how they affect humanity so we can we can apply that to a granular level of, of an individual human being well exactly like pluto is always in everyone's like last house is it our last I'm blanking. Um, but there's a sign. Oh, why can't I remember? But Pluto's like in like two generations. This placement in Pluto has been there. And it's basically like you can tell by the generations that come just off of that placement how they react, how they are when they're okay. like rebelling against something or when they have um, more like transcendental type of awakenings, like the seventies, you know, you see these like almost like waves of things when there's groups of people that come in and they all have a little bit of that something. And it seems to be based off of what the signs are in that placement. Okay. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's do it. What do you, what do you got? Well, and, and one more thing before we get into it too, is I just want to point out, we don't, these birth charts and stuff aren't super prominent in today's world. It's thought of as very hokey, but back in the day, it was a very big deal. This is how Kings and stuff were made. Like mm-hmm. astron astrologers would sit down with Kings and Queens and tell them when to get pregnant, when they were going to want to have the baby and things like that. And it dictated who was running these countries. It, w- it wanted you know, people who were favorable and had like these very strong histories and stuff. So that was a very prevalent thing that happened and shaped a huge part of our history. And, you know, Nancy Reagan was into this shit, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 like yep, yep. She, she was like consult. She had like a personal astrologer and stuff. So. She was also into a lot of other a lot of other things as well, too. I'm into okay. lots of birth chart things. I mean, not this one. I'm also very into human design. I think I take that just as equally mm-hmm. as just astrology, because I think the human design uh, takes 
astrology and a whole bunch of other things thinking to con- into consideration. I think we should get into that one day. You know um, what we should do is we should create like a um, like a forum or something where people fill out their fill out their like birth date and time of day they were born and match people up with similar ooh. locations and then we can kind of compare and contrast you know you mean like attributes of each make or like oh like you are very similar like i mean this another person born on, this. yeah and see you know if we can kind of test these things but anyway yeah i got you i, I think i follow i think i follow all right so brie why don't you start off with the big three major signs um bobby is a scorpio sun mm-hmm. he is a pisces rising and he is a Libra moon. Sensual. So it's funny because we have, Bobby and I have the same sun. Yeah. Uh, Jamie's sun is Libra. Bobby's moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then Pisces is your ascendant. So um, Pisces. So overall, your three are two waters and one air. Science. Okay. What, what does that mean? Um. So they're everything is based, all the different signs are like squished into a category. Mm-hmm. You got your waters, your earths, your air, and your fire. We all know the elements. Like mm-hmm. Captain Planet. Exactly. Um, but overall, your ascent to me, I think sometimes ascendant is more important because that's how you act on an everyday basis. Okay. I am on the cusp though of Pisces and Scorpio, right? Is he? Like, like the 18th. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's like the 20th or the 21st or whatever is that line. Yeah, but we're, when we're talking about the, we're talking about this. What are you the, talking about? He's ta- he's talking about strictly his sun sign. We're that's the thing. The thing what she's talking about is your sun sign as a Scorpio is what kind of means the least in all of this. Oh, OK. OK, fair enough. So just because like you're a cuss baby, that doesn't matter. We're, we're talking about specifically the day that you're born, not because you're born within a certain time frame. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Go ahead, Bree. Um, so, I mean, I only know from what I see, like when we're recording and stuff. So I don't really, I can't really say how you act on an everyday basis in comparison to a Pisces. Um, but water signs in general tend to be, especially with Pisces, a little bit emotional. Um, but more like, because you feel like water signs are really good with intuition, um, feel magic, uh, the underlying of things, um, uh, like that mystical type of vibe. So I don't I mean, know. I'm, on, I'm hanging out with you guys on this. Very show, true. Right? That's very true. That is true. Is curiosity a part of this by chance? Absolutely. Very much so. I think in all water signs, but especially in Scorpio, I think that uh, that's like the number one thing is always it's knowledge, finding out Um, Scorpios in general are like the most mystical sign. It's about um, transformation. It's the unseen, trying to make the unseen seen. Mm -hmm. So you have like all of that together. And then with with Libra. You have an air moon, sign yeah. in your, in your moon, which is like your deeper self. Mm-hmm. And the moon, yeah, the moon and Libra together is very lovey-dovey. Uh-oh. Okay. 
It is. It's very lovey-dovey, the two. All right, let's get it. Let's get into your birth chart just a little bit. So what Bree's what Bree's talking about, like all these different things, is your sun sign is your traditional zodiac sign. You think that you're, you know, you're a Scorpio. Your moon sign is where where the moon placement was. So your moon was in Libra, and your rising was in Pisces. Okay. Okay. So that's the different kind of thing she's talking about. So the the those dictate the different parts of your life is what she's those saying. Are like the the biggest that normally people can identify. Like you might meet someone like Jamie and I talk about all the time how people are like, oh, you're a Scorpio, you're this and you're that. And Jamie's like, but she doesn't really act that way. She's Never. not like that. That's because you have to take into consideration your moon and your rising. Now mm-hmm. my moon happens to also be Scorpio, but my rising is a Sagittarius. So I have the fire in my everyday self. And also I think with your evolution of being as a person, I think that your like the attributes of each planet can shift Mm -hmm. and maybe you tend to master certain parts of that sign and the others fall away. If that makes sense, because you'll hear like an array of different attributes to a sign, but maybe you don't identify with all of them. But it could be that over time, as you grow, there are certain parts of that sign that falls away for you and other other parts that you really can um, step into that type of power. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start with your sun sign and your sun, the sun represents, uh, your individuality and kind of like your outward shining creative energy and your sun is in Scorpio, as they said. So Scorpios are known for their intensity. They are determined folks that absolutely throw themselves into whatever they do, but getting them to commit to something is rarely an easy task. In fact, that is, that is already <laughs> right on target. Okay. All right, go ahead. In fact, it's better not to even try to get them to do anything. Solar Scorpios absolutely have their own mind, and their primary motivation is unlikely to be prestige or even authority. It's real power. Their power can absolutely be of the behind-the-scenes variety just as long as they have it. So unlikely power. to pursue prestige and power? It's not because of prestige and authority. It's power that you're really after. True power. Mm -hmm. It's a. It's not, um, like prestige and all of that. That's like if you're the king. It's talking about being the puppet behind the scenes. Like you want to control it all. It's true power. Okay. Okay. Right, because prestige that can fall away. I have no. I have no interest in authority or controlling other people. Me either. It's not about but controlling I, other people. It's about or, power. Or, okay. Okay. What? What? I guess what I'm saying is like. Okay. Okay. I think I think I'm kind of. Do you have issues with control? Control. Uh, yes, I do actually. I do too. I, I didn't realize I it till we started doing the podcast. Or when like, I realized I'm kind of how controlling I, guess, I need to be. Well, I, you see, I it's not that she needs to fix it. It's how trolling she needs to be. This is an active. She is. I am a controlling individual. Period. End of story. Unfortunately, I try to let go, and I've no. let go so much. No, there's no so reason much. to. She really has, but, but there's no reason to. I really to. have. Yeah. But it's it's like that. Like I have to be in control. Unfortunately, she has to have the, fi- has to have the final word at all times. Yes, or okay. maybe even sneaky when people don't think that you're trying to persuade them some way but you do and you know that you're doing it or yeah 
or yeah, you, you seek different strategies to do that. Yeah. But it's like, like, like a I said, deep like, strategy. It's like so deep that you like convince yourself you're not doing it, but ultimately you, you are. Could, could I have a, I don't know if this is related. That's why I'm bringing it up. Like I have a very, um, going back to control. Like I, I, I'm very like, I guess, insecure when people don't like respect my input on things. Does that make sense? Like, it's like whenever like I make a suggestion or like, you know, and I just kind of get brushed off by the group for whatever reason. Yeah. Like yeah. that really fucking miffs me. Yeah. But, you're like, like I don't, now. I don't necessarily desire the authority to. You just, you want the respect. I, I understand the, what you're I saying. I want the yeah. influence. Yeah. And I want my influence to be at least considered. All right. You need to let me finish this first chart because this okay, has all sorry. these things inside of here. All right, all right. All right. Okay. So a short description of you is physical energy and courage, strong passions, regeneration and, and improvement, strong sexual powers. Potential issues that you have is you are suspicious, defiant, defiant, extremist, and sometimes vindictive suspicious is that the first one suspicious yes uh i'm incredibly skeptical about pretty much everything that's suspicious <laughs> yeah i, so I would say so spot on for that okay so or at least I'm, I'm trying to find like the the kind of behind the scenes motivations of various that's like me there's always something underlying Can you... that i think people don't see that's even what if it the is. other person doesn't see it themselves exactly I'm... I'm very into like the psychology behind something. action and trying yeah. to figure out. So yes. that's that part of you. So okay. because you're a Scorpio with the ascendant Pisces and because the sun is in the eighth house, you have a great urge to go further or deeper into life every step of the way. You want to experience more and your desires are both powerful and intense. It is hard for you to find satisfaction in common experiences and you have magnetic power to choose to use it wisely. You are fascinated with what lies under the surface and at some point in your life, self-improvement is a big interest. You are attracted to unexplored or taboo areas of life and you avoid all things superficial financial problems may ease after marriage okay and yeah. did you marry into money <laughs> no lies um no 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 he's I, not going to be wealthy uh somewhere in here it says that he's going to get a small inheritance from his merit from his parents oh that's oh, good cool. though yeah great that sounds wonderful uh yeah well <laughs> that sounds wonderful uh any of that hit so, anywhere? Uh, uh, <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be to, honest. Like, the, the taboo or the like unconventional or unorthodox, I guess. Well, how mm -hmm. did you, how did, You're attracted to to unexplored or taboo areas of life and avoid all things superficial. And that goes along with with defiance, too, mm -hmm. I think. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think so. I think it's a defiant like I don't subscribe to like status quo forms of thought and i think that that's a form of defiance or i'm always questioning or whatever um so yeah i think that that's pretty accurate and then what was the last part uh financial problems may ease after marriage was the very last line yeah i mean that's always ebbed and flow i know i know, I know what the, i was going to say about that is like and perhaps i'm jumping the gun again but i'm definitely more attracted to experience and knowledge versus like material wealth mm -hmm. like i would rather go like spend money on like a temporary experience rather than like drive a nice car or something yes like that. yes you're not you okay. don't like material things yes okay <clears throat> i mean i do but it's not like a major it's not a major factor yeah. okay 
So your emotions and your will are at peace with one another, suggesting a rather balanced personality. The messages you received in childhood were not contradictory overall and you have a stronger sense of purpose and appreciation of harmony than most people you are likely personally popular mainly because you expect harmony in your relationships you are attractive to most people and your self-confidence and security make you easy to deal with on many levels you are relaxed easygoing your, oh, your relaxed, easygoing disposition puts others at ease. You may not be prepared or conflict, and you often avoid rocking the boat. You have acquaintances to others a little too often, if only to maintain a feeling of balance and harmony, as conflict is something you not only dislike, but you might fear it. Your tendency towards too much acceptance of yourself and others is usually present. You must be encouraged to question life, or you run the risk of things getting or for, for taking things for granted. Okay. Yeah, I'd say that that's pretty, that's compelling. Okay. Short description. You have a lot of vitality. You like public life and you are popular and the company you keep is appreciated. You're balanced and at ease with yourself and you usually get along well with your parents or guardians. Is that true? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. See? I mean, nice. you family man? now, I don't have any kids. No, yeah, you're not gonna have kids. But yeah, I'm I'm tight with my parents, I guess. You don't want kids? No, the chart says uh, he's not gonna have kids. Really interesting. Yeah, the chart it, doesn't. It, you can ch- always change that. Don't listen. Yeah, to it. that. I mean, that's never been a priority. Like my wife and I are like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's like it's like whatever kind of thing. It's like not something. She just like make cream pies all day, and then if it like bakes, it bakes. That's one. <laughs> gross way to put it i guess all right then uh, thanks brie it's great Guys, let's wrap this up i gotta make a cream pie <laughs> is that why you couldn't come on until 6 45 <laughs> bacon, bacon that of the pie. Apes. all right so okay whatever you want to call Oh, let's let's get back to this. Actually, speaking of children, it is it's easy and natural for you to accept responsibilities and lead a rather ordered life and to apply caution in your financial and business dealings. You rarely jump to conclusions or take uneducated risks. You have a certain amount of patience and enough self-discipline to slowly but surely achieve what you set out to do. Although somewhat undemonstrative, you are generally loyal and responsible you are generally loyal and responsible people to those you care about. You take your time in the most endeavors and generally use a step-by-step approach to most projects, but you steadily research your goals. You are naturally trustworthy and you don't have much patience for those who don't show respect for others who take foolish risks and who lead disorganized lives. I definitely like scoff at that. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Scoff at which part? People who don't have their shit. Like, yeah. People that don't have their shit together. Like, really? I mean, I could definitely, I could definitely like sympathize with people in certain situations, but like, I don't know, like, I don't, I'm an, I'm very much like a individualist, like you're the master of your own destiny kind of thing. And I don't really, I don't like people that make excuses, I guess. Is yeah. What if they're just lazy people though? That's what he's yeah, not into. Yeah. That's so just you're like, just like just you lazy like, piece of shit. No, but I'm also not going to like, I would I, be like, like, yeah, you don't, I don't really provide a lot of respect for people who are like that yeah or people that people that like don't aren't self-aware to like remedy that i guess i don't know 
All right, we ready? Are we ready for your moon? I'm excited about this because I'm a Libra, so I, I love Libra vibes. Okay, so the moon represents your emotional responses, unconscious predestination, and the self-image. The moon represents the emotions, and the moon is the, the sign that shows a person how to express themselves when they're at ease, at home, and comfortable. So your moon's in Libra. So moon and Libra people have a strong need for a partnership. Without someone to share their lives with, they feel pretty incomplete. This is why people with this position, get involved in marriages or living together arrangements quite young. Because this drive for harmony, peace, and sharing is so powerful, lunar Libras are apt to do a lot of conceding. They are sympathetic and concerned for others, enjoy socializing, and reveal in a good debate. Mental rapport with others is especially important to them. Yeah. Um, the the It doesn't the all have part, to hit home. No, no, I know. The first part, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty autonomous. Needy. I, I don't need like Libras are a little needy, but you have to remember that this is like, this is unconscious part of you. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. But, but yeah, the, the, the latter part of that is pretty dead on. I think you think so. Yeah. Well, that's good. All right. So moon and Libra natives simply can't help, but see flaws in their environment and their relationships. In fact, anything out of whack will bother them until it's fixed. Although diplomatic with acquaintances, when moon and Libra natives argue with their longstanding partners, they rarely let up until they win. And winning an argument is a Libra specialty. In fact, they may not even believe what they are saying, but will adapt all kinds of ideas just to get the last word. Sounds like me. Sounds like me to a fucking T, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always like, okay, just stop, just stop. That's how. Well, that's what I get told in an argument. I wonder if I have my birth time wrong. Because I can't shut up. You know, I had I just, one minute off one time, and it gave me a Libra moon. Did it really? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you do have a Libra moon. You just don't realize it. Okay, let's keep going. So you are sociable and popular. You have good judgment. You are intelligent and reasonable. And you take a liking to social pleasures. Potential issues you have is an instability in loving relationships. Wavering may give too much weight to the views of others and to public opinion. Again, this is all very subconsciously. Mm, You don't want to admit to any of that. Yeah, no. (laughs) Even if Uh, it were true. I despise public opinion, to be honest with you, but okay. Again, subconscious, subconscious. So, mm. So peace and harmony are important to you, perhaps too much so that you can easily be taken advantage of. Insecurity is something that you need to deal with at some point in your life. Very sensual. You sometimes replace love with food or shopping. You can also, <laughs> yes, you can totally. also, you can also be quite sexually active and sometimes quite lustful. You possess a stink, a distinct lazy streak sometimes though, but you are capable of working hard, but you truly appreciate luxury and enjoy as many pleasures as possible. And self-discipline simply isn't simply isn't always at your disposal. See, I think that's I think that that's that's very accurate. But I also think that that's very applicable to a lot of people like, oh, people people are lustful and like are into luxury and pleasures of life. It's like, okay, I will. I'll give you that one. That one. That one's a little a little broad on that one. I'll give you okay. short description. Short description. You are frank, honest, full of vigor and ambition. You are strong willed and powerful at work. You are a little too hard on yourself, perhaps more on others whose capability of action is not as great or inherent. Okay. Okay. Uh, You may lack firmness and can be a sucker for a sob story. You like to live in a dream in a world of imagination and can hope so much for things that reality checks can be brutal. 
Yes. Okay. I'm a, I'm very much an escapist. I'm into like, uh, like, you know, like we mentioned earlier, kind of stuff below the surface and, mm -hmm. you know, aliens and fantasy and sci-fi and all that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when faced with reality of situations that I need to grapple with or address, it can be a bit challenging, I guess. Exactly. All right. So you can be unhappily influenced by family or childhood or otherwise feel rather insecure about new beginnings or new situations. You may always be looking for more love, appreciation and feedback. You are susceptible, perhaps with some superficial sensitivity and can sometimes be changeable, inconsistent and moody. However, you are usually <laughs> highly intelligent, observant and adaptable and is very often misunderstood, projecting the wrong image more often than is comfortable. Sure. <laughs> I don't want to sure. expand on every single thing, but yeah. No, I, don't. I if like... it hits with you, if it hits with you, it does. I okay. think you yeah. should. I like therapy. So, okay. So <laughs> now, now we're getting into your, now we're getting into your Mercury, which your Mercury is in Sagittarius. Wait, what were we getting into before? That was all moon and Libra. Ah, yeah. Your Mercury is in a Sag. In a Sag. Yeah. So you're enthusiastic, humorous, and sometimes moralistic. You have strong opinions and will often be eager to share them. You are democratic, a philosopher, tolerant, respectful of laws, interested in foreign places and learning more languages, believes that everything teaches you something. Oh, and Mercury I'd, represents your logical spirit. Just so you know. I'd say that's 90% accurate. You're a Democrat? No, democratic. I know I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> That's His one of the less accurate parts of the democratic part. Exactly. Okay. His thirst for knowledge is never satisfied. He is mentally active. He may undertake exhaustive studies, always studying for pleasure. He can be, he very much can enjoy journeys to faraway places and may one day live abroad. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's uh, accurate. You are eternally curious and hunger for knowledge. You enjoy studying and learning and do it not because you have to, but because you want to. You enjoy exchanging ideas and personal philosophies with others. You can be easily enthusiastic and even inspiring in your communications. While you may not pay enough attention to details, you are skilled at finding a quick solution to problems. You readily see the bigger picture and enjoy sharing your opinions and ideas. You get off on how information affects people's lives and you take great pleasure in learning that something you have shared or taught them has inspired them to take action, experience something new, or make changes in their lives. Some of you may be too quick to offer advice. However, that may be lacking in thoughtness or thoroughness and practicality or that you don't or you don't yourself understand fuck sometimes i can't read yeah yeah that's true that's pretty true where'd brie go i probably to go pee in all honesty sometimes okay. sometimes she disappears the audio people don't know that only the youtube people do okay yeah, so, they do. so now we're talking about your venus uh and your venus uh is your emotions, values, exchanges, and sharing with others. And Ooh, your, okay. your Venus is in Capricorn. Okay. Venus in Capricorn people will try to win your heart by displaying self-control, presence of mind, and responsibility as responsible behavior. These lovers want you to know they are goal-oriented, witty, savvy, and controlled. Nobody can get the best of them. They want you to see just how competent you are. They like some measure of predictability in their relationship as they are cautious in love. Who are we talking about here? You. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, okay. That one's not you. Kept you? Saying, 
Yeah. Well, I, oh, I, I got it's just it's, so so sometimes sometimes when they say they, it's because they're saying it like um like everyone who's a Venus and Capricorn, right, like right, usually right, people right. who are Venus and Capricorn. That's why they're saying it like that. Okay. Yeah, I'd be curious. Good yawn. Me, a yawn. Um, I'd be curious to like hear other people's uh, birth charts just to see if I can apply. We could, we could we could definitely go over some of ours later i could de- we could definitely yeah, yeah. like let's, at let's different do, ones okay let's do you guys in another episode yeah absolutely okay so others tend to respect you for your charming manner and you may have admirers although some of them are admirers from afar as there is an aura about you that is charming yet strangely and intriguingly distant you have a great need to be recognized or admired for your charm beauty or loving manner but should be careful not to become too wrapped up in what others think of you as you might come across as phony or superficial some people with this position are married to their work or to their image you are good at making contacts and organizing social events yep yeah yeah Yeah, um i always i don't know i always think about this i think this kind of applies but i think about a lot of like like a lot of people i know that like ended up together were like met through me mm-hmm. or like a lot of whether that be a marriage or a friendship or like a, a friend group or whatever like i always seem to be the crux of that and i don't know if that's confirmation bias just because i'm in my own universe in that way mm-hmm. um but it feels like it feels like i'm always like connecting People, people like a th- like a third party that brings people together if that makes sense no absolutely in various ways whether that be jobs or marriages or friendships or you just whatever. you connect a lot of dots with people right yeah i see that so here it says you're good-hearted and generous possessing a good character he likes being he likes well-being comfort a life of ease without problems he has good relationships with his social circle he is easy to approach all the time he may fall in love easily but he has successful partnerships and a professional life people usually trust him yeah let's say that's pretty pretty close we're, we're halfway there guys oh god we yeah. have a lot of the same shit so you have some um in your lilith house you have venus so you can have difficulties expressing the feelings, uh, uh, the feelings consistently, and that baffles others. A brooding nature with intense moments that fi- that you find difficult to accept or own, which can disrupt relationships. Brooding nature. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, that's kind of one that I just feel like you could apply that to so many. So a lot people, of people. But... I get you. I get you. I get you. Um, uh you have good taste an affectionate nature his love is warm and deep based on intellectual understanding and common tastes his friends are useful in furthering his career good reputation in the professional world well liked for what he does for a living yeah i would say that's true i would also admit that i'm not like as far as career wise goes i'm not particularly like it's more of a means to an end rather than like a passion or like well, yeah you do like a lot of stuff too you have your hands in a lot yeah, of yeah like i'm very into like not being at work i guess yeah, like, I get i'm you. not married to my work or anything yeah i get you but i try to bring it when i can you know and and people generally i think trust me yeah on some level yeah i was gonna ask you later like what you do i do like um like your normal sales. nine to five job I did sales for like 10 years and then I moved into like operations, like technical, like, like, like marketing 
like web marketing type stuff. Ooh, fun. That's cool. I, I'll go into more detail later. All right. So Mars, really we'll get, she does. Mars uh, represents the desire for action and physical energy. And your Mars is an Aquarius. I vibe with Aquarius as. It can be difficult to understand exactly what makes a Mars and Aquarius native tick, and that's absolutely fine with them. They enjoy surprising people. The tried and true method of getting things done are far too boring for those born with Mars in this unique and original sign. Mars and Aquarius natives often have a rather original view of the world as well. These natives are genuinely quite proud of their independence. They are not easily pushed around with marks in this fixed sign because Aquarius is progressive and open-minded when it comes to the world at large. It can be surprising that on a personal level, Mars and Aquarius natives can be quite upstane. They feel boxed in. They're quite likely to rebel. If you are discovered in a pattern to their ways, they'll make sure they aren't so predictable the next time around being seen as normal simply won't do. That's cool. Oh yeah. Like that's that. pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's interesting about the, uh, like I, I'm very, very open-minded to, other perspectives and viewpoints but at the end of the day i'm still like way more loyal and prioritize mm -hmm. my own worldview above other people's is that i don't know how <laughs> much that applies to but, but like i like 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 i like like i don't like i am i am inquiring with you guys on this because i'm genuinely curious about it yeah uh for like from an open-minded perspective but i'm also like as you can tell as we go through this you're like, like a little skeptical yeah exactly so exactly i don't know all right, I feel so like you're more like checking boxes. I think you are checking a little. The some whole boxes. time he's checking. I'm boxes. checking a lot of boxes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But okay, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm honest about checking the ones that don't need to be checked, unless it's like the subconscious thing you were talking about. That Maybe. All right. So with Mars, this planet has energy and drive. Uh, because it's the air side, these individuals get off on mental and intellectual pursuits. Aquarius is a somewhat scattered sign, even though it's uh, pre-serving in the long haul. If there's a method to the madness, it isn't always to see. Projects are taken on with a shotgun-style approach with this position of Mars. Mars and air signs are generally quite clever at getting what they want. They are particularly adept to getting their way. While this is not overly aggressive position on Mars... Oh, shit, I lost my spot. It is very willful. Combine willfulness with the cleverness of an air sign, and you are a person who is quite creative about getting what they want, which generally is getting their way. Unlike a Mars or Aries and Leo natives, for example, you won't always know you're being dominated by a Mars and Aquarium. I like being dominated. Oh, oh, that's off for a Scorpio. Interesting. Nah, no, that's not off. Actually. I was like, it's not. It's like, yeah, it's not. It's very like, on point. I'm so dominate. I I dominate everything, but like deep down, I want to be dominated. It's just like I can't be <laughs> too in control. It depends on the context, I guess. It fucking sucks. Anyway. Oh my goodness. Okay, so. Oh, that's interesting because it says you do not easily tolerate a dominating attitude in others. You have a healthy respect for power and authority, but you only if it's handled fairly. That's true. Okay, that's true. Okay. I, I will defer to like people that like I will lean on people that have authority and, and know what they're doing. I'm not like so anti it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm very cognizant of like things I, I don't know about. I yeah, I'm, my like and I'm very willing to yield to people that know more about shit. Yeah. Than I do. All right. So ne next, we're going to get into your Jupiter res uh, 
represents your expansion and your grace. Okay. So you attract the most good fortune when organizing and directing, conducting yourself with integrity, acting ethical and being mature. You value (laughs) long-term achievement, responsibilities, and manifestations success through resourcefulness and avoiding activities that waste time, energy, or resources good at streamlining positions or status is important to you. Uh, This is probably the least accurate thing you said. Beautiful. I love that. Okay. Uh, He has problems adapting to the hand drum or an uncertain life. He likes comfort. He can move towards a managerial position or a position of prestige. His success follows him on from that of his parents or in his own home. Meh. Meh. Okay. All right. Well, that one was the end of that one. So it's okay. So Saturn uh, represents your contraction and effort and your, your Saturn is in Scorpio. So another little spicy spice in your life. So you are observant, self-controlled, unforgiving, tough, methodical, a researcher, an investigator, lots of courage, self-assurance, and inclines to keep his cool. Yes. Okay. From what I can see. Again, keeping cool has to do with context there, but yeah. Yeah. So like you always have your cool. I a hundred percent agree. You seem like very like chill vibes to me. Like, Oh wait, maybe like not on, like on the surface, cool, maybe underneath not, but on the surface, cool. Yeah. But it, it, given the right circumstance, like you were saying, like, I got to have the last word and I can yeah. be debate argumentative and, you know, especially yeah. when it comes to ideas and like, Oh yeah, very, but very, still, like, but, but there's, but there's a very chill, cool vibe about you. Like when I think about you, I think of like a very chill, cool vibe person. Like that's the first thing that comes to mind. Me too. Sure. Me too. Okay. Okay, so possible issues, possible issues you have are making no uh, concessions or compromises for fear of loss of control or respect. You might become a fanatic Uh, of a creed, a party, work, religion, or religion in rare cases. uh, Yeah, I'd say I'm susceptible to. Aren't we all, though? Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's another one that could be kind of. So Saturn. Everyone's tribal to the point where they can subscribe to something anyway okay so you're passionately subscribed to something so your saturn is in your eighth house and this position points to not being uh financially very well off you have like an average salary the (laughs) spouse wait your spouse may not be rich possibly a small inheritance which helps a lot from your parents lifelong oh lifelong oh long life and natural death yeah cool yeah Yeah, natural death yeah, so you, you could also be choking on food. Yeah, so that was funny when she was like asking, "Is your wife rich?" Because I'd be like, "Oh no, right here. No, he has an average salary. His wife is also not rich. Uh, he's going to get small inheritance from his parents, which helps a lot, and he lives long and dies naturally." Cool. You have a blessed life, dude. That's yeah, it's pretty blessed. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Like I'm not again. Like I'm not. I don't. I'm not driven by material or like, like, no financial success or anything. Like I would way rather. Well, and if you um, notice, and if you notice as we're reading this, nowhere does it say that you like buy a lot of things. Like it's very right. reflectant of that. Like it's not being like, oh but yeah, it you does like say I do find uh pleasures in food and shopping, which is true. Like, but it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. Either. It's not that it's food and it's that you're masking with food and shopping, <laughs> that you use it as a coping mechanism. Sure. That's yeah, what that says. Totally. One hundred percent. All right, so. I, uh, I like to eat and I am have an Amazon Prime problem. So don't we all like I ordered like a uh, uh, to, to blend those two together. Yeah. Yesterday, 
I was making a pizza downstairs. It's like, I don't have a good pizza pan. And I fired up my phone and I ordered, ordered one. Pe- and I was stoked when it arrived today. Today. Exactly. Dude, there's a pizza maker. Oh, my God. Oh, I've seen it. I know what you're it. talking about with the propane. Yeah. And it's like, the yeah, in the backyard. Yes. I went to a party yeah. and they had one and I was like, what the fuck? And they were like, we all have one. And I was like, what? How much is this? It's like six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're but pretty badass. It made a fucking delicious ass pizza. And I in like two minutes. I'm telling my parents to buy one. Yeah, they should. They should. They have all they have all this extra time now. I don't want to buy it. Yeah. I'm not going to eat that much pizza. But All right, let's get back to this because we've already been going at it for an hour and we're still we still got more pages. OK, you're serious, sober, thoughtful, paying attention to detail. He likes to be with older, mature, serious people like me. Yeah, like me. Yeah, I'd say that's I think I'd say that's true. Pretty accurate. Okay. So now we're getting into Uranus. I don't mean to be intrude, but we're going to have to probe <laughs> into Uranus here. Anus. Yeah. Dive deep in his anus. Try not Let's... to dominate, please. Don't don't dominate the Uranus. Okay. So Uranus represents individual liberty and egotistic liberty. What's in uh, there? <laughs> he's a Sagittarius. So you are shy, delicate, but proud, bold, and lively. Yes. You are interested in humanity and you are highly intellectual. You travel a lot. Your mind is always alert, even when sleeping, which during which, during which time he often resolves the problems of the previous day. Accurate. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd say that's pretty accurate. I read that one and I was like that for some reason that that sounds like Bobby to me. The stuff about like the interest in like communication and humanity and like, you know, the big picture stuff and, you know, curiosity. That's all very, very accurate, I think. I think so, too. Individualism, personal liberty. That's definitely like right on target. So, yeah. Anyway. Okay, so he lives through marvelous adventures, but without much follow up. It is true, but this leaves happy memories. He can have many such adventures and fantastic love at first sight encounters. Mm, yeah but i think i've kind of like grown out of that let's see and again this is things you that you can grow out of i'm I'm like very cynical when it comes to or skeptical when it comes to like i love that person yeah no i get that yeah okay so you're like get the fuck out get the fuck out of my house exactly okay so we're getting into we're getting into uh neptune (laughs) which represents transcendental liberty and non-egotistic liberty and yours is in sagittarius so may especially love long voyages things foreign being close to water artualistic broad spiritual vision humane and spiritual sure okay uh he is perceptive and able to see layers to a situation he is naturally drawn to learn what makes himself and others tick yep and again i'm not reading all of this there's so much more that you should i just said it to you and you got into yeah because there's more to it so okay uh so now we're going to talk about lilith again and your black moon lilith represents our deeper darker natures that maybe repressed or buried uh your lilith is an aries uh so there can be some fear of taking the lead asserting oneself and making executive decisions these things need to be learned in his lifetime and when interrogated and accepted it can be empowering empowering mm-hmm. i think that's a that's a, a journey I, I have like a fear of like being held accountable i guess so I, like i was mm. saying earlier i like to defer to the people, people who know yeah that would uh, rather do that than yeah. myself but if push comes to shove, I can. And I think that has a lot to do with my like insecurities about my own influence and stuff is like, it's like, okay, well, you want respect in, in your influence, then you need to like 
grab the bull by the horns and like be assertive in that sense. But anyway, yeah, that makes so, sense. So your path relates to earning your own way and making firm executive decisions, although you readily fall back on supportive relationships and you're good at handling others' resources and encouraging them to be the best they can. Uh, you need to learn to depend on yourself and to apply these same lessons to your own life so that intimate relationships and health improve and health improve many others over time. Mm -hmm. You should remember that drama does not equal love. You should not allow intense emotions and relationship to disrupt your practical life. Learning when not to share can be rewarding too. <laughs> Amen. You like that one? Okay. That, that was pretty good. So uh, you're financially usually pretty comfortable and there can be a tendency to splurge on luxury items sometimes. However, you're unlikely to go wanting the house where Venus is placed can show areas where money can be made. Many, many hold on to things sentimental about personal possessions. Yep. I have a lot of crap. That's what I figured. I was going to say, like you? like, you got like an average salary. You're comfortable. You're, you don't go wanting. You Sometimes you can splurge on some nice things. Yep. That's definitely your vibe. Texas. I think. He's allowed to have exactly. things without splurging. So it's not exactly, fair. exactly. Uh, what do you mean? Have your room wouldn't happen in California. Why? Because it looks nice. Yeah, that oh. you would be poor in California is what she's saying. This is like a, a child's this is like a child's room. <laughs> anyway. That's, okay, so the big boy room. It's, it has okay. toys and shit in it. That's cool. Okay. Lots of vitality and what kind of toys. Listen to me. Oh, <laughs> okay. You have lots of vitality, but your hastiness can put your life in danger at times. You're unafraid of tricky topics such as sex and death. You are passionate and you're intrigued by the metaphysical. Yeah. I, I thought that was pretty yeah. accurate for what the fuck you were talking about. All right. We're on the last page, guys. So. Oh, so oh, good. Okay, long, right? Exactly. This is gonna be like exactly an hour. Long voyages abroad are possible. Might settle permanently in a foreign country. Intellectual work, mathematical mind. Nope. Job. Your job should involve travel, especially abroad, and if possible, some risk, creativity, and adventure is attached to that. That needs to be what your job is. Stable friendships will be composed with wise people from whose experience and life benefits enrich your life. Is that it? That's it. I'd say that's 85% accurate. That yeah, I thought that thing. was I thought that was pretty decent. You acted like it was 90. No, he didn't. We'll no, split the difference. Let's well, you say 87. You know what, Brie? If you would have stopped getting up and leaving, you would have seen that other 10%. I P. I know she, he, he was like, he was like, where'd Brie go? I was like, she probably went pee. I was like, now the audio listeners know she disappears. It's different when we record just record. Cause I'm like, I have to pee. I'll be back. And then I can take it out. But <laughs> now you just like dip. All right. Oh so, so Bobby, how do you feel about your birth chart? Do you feel like it was pretty, it was pretty kind of accurate about who you are as a person. It kind of, there were, there were some things that were like very spot on. And again, I didn't read on. all of it. I didn't read all of it. Sure. Sure. And there was, I, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll uh, yield to Brie. I'd, I'd say it's 90% accurate because like that 10%, like there were definitely some stuff in there that's like, just like mm, mathematical mind, not so much. Uh, Maybe that you just don't realize it though, because a mathematical mind, so I think sometimes we think about things so literally like it, I don't think a mathematical mind means you think about math. I think it just thinks you think about I, I think things in a like, very calculating I in, way. 
I think analytical, in systems, very yeah, analytical. Analytics. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, and and it's not that I'm not good at mathematical stuff. I just don't find interest in it. Like on a Fucking raw, hate math. yeah, I hate math. Who likes like, math? I can do, do it. I'm talking about like academic math. Like I can do it, but I don't like to do it. So yeah. I kind of zone out of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it makes sense when I apply myself, I guess. Yeah. Um. But yes, as far as like thinking big pictures and systems and analytical and how everything's connected and things like that, I think that's kind of can be uh, kind of Venn diagram with what we're talking about. So I get, yeah, uh, I'll give you we'll, 90%. And we'll have to, the, our next episode, I'll have to read some snippets of mine and Breeze so you can see kind of what we mean that the, it doesn't necessarily, because there's a lot of that that I read that like none of that really applies to me. Like sure. some of the Libra stuff, I was like, oh, yep, there I am. But then like a lot of the other stuff, like that doesn't, nope, doesn't sound like you, me. You That's not what I would do. Account, you have to take into account like, like, okay, we have, we have both nature and nurture as well like like yes like if we're if we're accepting that the way the cosmos is positioned is affecting me as a person that's fine but there's other things to consider too like uh and like genetics yeah um upbringing things like upbringing i think is bigger than genetics yeah for sure I mean, that's that's a debate as old as time. But well, and then what you if, think about epigenetics, which is very interesting, which we should talk about. Sometime. What what if, though? OK, what if we're all simulation and your birth chart is just uh, us accessing your file and seeing what your code is? Yeah, I mean, that's that sounds about right. Yeah, that's, no, that's um, exactly what it is. And then, yeah, it doesn't matter what the code is. You can you can override. You can change. You can add to that coding. You can. I, I don't think that simulations necessarily. I, like yes, that does apply in simulation, but simulations not required there. It's just no. if you if everything's works in formulas and systems and like if it we does. look at the grand picture of like the magic giant grandfather clock that is the cosmos in the in the parts you know, the facets of that cosmos and how it all affects itself. I think that's perfectly reasonable. I don't, I don't believe in like, I don't believe in like that very cynical, like this is all just a random. Yeah. Big bang. Honestly, I think people that think that haven't dived deep enough or Mm -hmm. dived deep at all. Like, I think when you start to expand your mind into all the different possibilities, you see so much that could be applied that you can't hold on to that. We're just going to rot in the dirt and it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't see that anymore as a rational mind. Now I see that as a boxed mind, like someone that hasn't even thought enough I don't think you're doing yourself any favors to. Yeah. Like you're not, it's like you're, you're blocking yourself from all the other possibilities. And I'm not saying you have to like subscribe to everything, but I think that people that genuinely believe that we're just, we're born, we're dead, we rot in the dirt and that's it. I truly just think that it's pure ignorance and not to say that in like a, like a bad way, like, oh, you're ignorant, but like, just that you don't know enough, like enough mm. possibility, because I think if you really tried, you would find so much truth and all these other explanations and routes of what reality is that you would take something on. You would see some truth and mm-hmm. these different facets of what people 
you know, how people try to explain our reality. Mm -hmm. I agree. You know, uh, do we have time to get into the cryptid? Yeah, let's get into oh, yeah. it. Let's we have all the time in the world. We you know what's fun about this is that we dictate how long or how short it is. So if all we right. want to talk for seven hours, we will. I don't know who's gonna listen for seven hours, but if they right, do, right. hats off to you. Let's talk about this right here, the fucking Fresno nightcrawlers. Uh Brie last week said that she wanted us to start drawing all of the cryptids we were gonna do. So I took it very seriously and I fucking drew them. Look how fucking stunning that is. You painted that. So beautiful. I painted this. I didn't get to finish my painting of well, the it, most important part, which was the actual crawlers. I can't believe. I try I I had to make adjustments. I got so stuck on my background. Let's see a little bit. I did the crawlers and then today I was like, what the fuck did I do? So I tried to paint over it and then I was going to redo it and I didn't get to. And then you wanted me to jump on here. So I was like, I was trying to fix my painting. And I was just like, fuck it. Mine I got is inspired by a photo that I saw. You can't lie. Mine is fucking spot on. I don't think you can pretty see. Good. I got oh, really. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I got like really into this photo that I saw. I didn't do the background. Yeah, I can. We can see them on the road. There's two of them, a big one and a small one. I got so, it looks like shit in the camera. No, I I love it. So obsessed with the trees trees. and trying to create the fog. Yeah. I fucked these guys up. No, they look good. I was trying to repaint them. You can probably see I redid it. A little bit, but they look great. But I was trying to create the scene. I like it. It's a vibe. Bobby, did you did you happen to draw any of any of our? I did not. Bobby's wow. like most likely the most artistic of us all. I know, and, and he brings didn't... nothing, nothing, no nothing time, to the table. No time for that. Oh my yes, god! You do instead of I'll when try. you when you get off and you're like, all right, I'm gonna go play play video, video I games. Will, <laughs> I will make it a point by next episode, whatever cryptid we decide to do. I will. We decide to do. Episode. Okay. All right. I thought we're gonna do the Bell Witch. No, I think we're gonna do the Bell Witch next. Yes. I didn't rent okay. that bitch for nothing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, so on to Brie. <laughs> Brie, take it away with the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Okay. So this came up last week. What were we talking about last week? Where this, where I even mentioned this? I don't know. Oh, who knows? I think, oh, because of what it looked like. It looked like the uh, Dover Demon. Yeah. And Gave I you Dover Demon vibes. A little thing. bit. Yeah. And so we looked bit. it up on Google. Exactly. This we have is a, a relative. We have a video to show. Should we show that real quick? Should we show this? This is yeah, a relatively new cryptid. Okay. It is. Yes. All right. I have the video. Let me let me find it. So, Brie, talk about it a little bit while I get this going. It's called the Fresno Nightcrawlers because it was spotted in Fresno first. Fresno, California. And then there was also a sighting in Yosemite. And random stories have popped up of other sightings, but I think that this is mainly just in Fresno or maybe California area. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Um, I think that one thing I'd like to mention about, I think that these stories is that um, this is the Yosemite one. This is not the first one. This video? No, this is just one of the ones that I I did. Yeah, there you go. The second one. So uh, I want to show I don't this think, first video first. I don't think it's going to show me that one. I'm going to have to find it. So let me keep talking and I'll find it. So the first video I think is the one that has the most, um, not proof, but I think the most that people have tried to debunk it and have somewhat failed. Um, 
So what I wanted to say, almost like a disclaimer is you can research this like top to bottom, all these different sites, and then the dates become scrambled to when this video actually happened, the first one. And to me, that's red flag because it is some, you know, some sites will say this happened in the nineties. The other one said, no, this is 2007. Mm-hmm. So to me, like, even when we go into different UFO topics, that's always something Jamie and I try to point out is that there's so much conflicting information to me. That's always a red flag. This is the first video here. And the story is that it is a man, Jose, that one right there, um, who put up a security camera because his dogs were barking and going kind of crazy. So he wanted to see what, what the hell is the deal here? So he put up the video camera and was shocked at the floating pants that he saw. (laughs) Floating Um, pants is really what it looks like. Yeah. uh, Here's, here's my red flag with this one. I'm going to come out and say it. I'm going to do it, please. I'm going to lean more already into Uh uh, sci-fi. I know we say that to the end, but I'm going to lean already to sci-fi, which is pretty, Mm. says a lot for someone like me. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't find any like I, I could only find people talking about finding these like on security cameras. Like, I, I, did you guys find anything on like people actually like eyewitness accounts, like driving down the road or something? There like that? are no eyewitness accounts. I've yeah, even that... read stories of people saying how there are no eyewitness accounts. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Just and, the and CCTV seem... videos relatively bold uh to be just walking across a field it doesn't it's like it's not like they're moving fast or like not trying to be seen it seems like they're trying to be seen on a camera yeah like they're very purposely turning towards the camera to look this way it's it's very creepy and it's it's almost like a almost reminds me of like a like a weird tim burton monster or like something from super mario brothers and the ghost the ghost castles and stuff but at the end of the day, it looks like pants. It just looks like pants. Next like, time someone says like, well, where are my pants? Well, they don't just get up and walk you could away. So, You'll be like, but they do. Let me show you some videos. Proof. Mm-hmm. That is, and, and the other thing is like, okay, let's say like this thing could easily have inspired more hoaxes. Like that is oh, not for sure. difficult to recreate. No. Um, and I think that's that's kind of the, one of the fun things about about folklore in general is like, you know, obviously the the origin of it and, and how it becomes like a, a thing talked about, like it's in the zeitgeist now. But at the end of the day, I just don't think that this is anything supernatural or alien or I think. It's, I, I think it's, yeah, I can I can see that. I want to back up just a little bit. So that. First okay, video sorry. That saw, I jumped the gun. It. No, it's cool. I'm. I like to jump. So that first video, Jose, who we don't know his last name, second mm-hmm. red flag, um, releases this video, goes to his news station because he's like, what the fuck is this? Right. And that's when it really hits. Now, again, this gets really confusing because they say it happened in the nineties, but really it didn't hit until 2007. So we've already clarified that's the time frame is big red flag there. Mm-hmm. Let's just say 2007. This video was, so we have 2007, that video. Then we have the second video, which happened in Yosemite. 
And the story there was that there was vandalism happening. So then they put up the security cameras and then that's where they got the second video, which is this one we're looking at now. This the one first, looks so sketchy to me. Yeah, this looks so yes, sketchy to me. This is the Yosemite one. Um, this is the one video where people began to try to take detail of this cryptid saying that there's obviously some webbing that's happening from the knees um, down, mm-hmm. almost like um, it's connected in a weird way. And then noticing that they're also in a pair of two that it's not like a singular creature. It happens like maybe a mom and a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say the first video we saw, the one that came from Jose, went on Factor Faked on the Sci-Fi channel. Mm-hmm. And they this went one. through this one. They went through a tremendous amount. To try to recreate it and could tr- And could not recreate. So that's the only thing that I question about this is because why weren't they able they did some type of analysis and then said, okay, this is not CGI. The video itself was not altered any way, shape or form. They did, you know, try to make like strings, like a puppeteer. They, and this one, look at how not, this one looks so different than the other one. Mm-hmm. Could not recreate. So that's the only, the, literally the only like hair thick a shred of question that I have is only that they couldn't recreate that. And if you guys watch the shows that they've done in the past, they really, they really go into depth and try to do what they can to debunk mm-hmm. things. And mm-hmm. they couldn't do it with this video. Now that doesn't mean that it wasn't a hoax. Yeah. It could just be that, you know, beginner's luck, like someone just. Yeah. So we see it here in a different um, it's like embossed. It was showing us like it, basically the video was saying if there was a string on it, then you'd see the string on the embossment. It. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> the second video, no one's even well, tried because I, I think I, the second video looks like trash and they were I like, get, that's not yeah. a thing. I get the puppet theory, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know why that wouldn't be difficult to make like a little sheet with like a pants extension and then and just zombie, tra- zombie walk yeah. across a security footage yeah i think it, they it, tried, it's so awkward though. it doesn't even look like anything would walk naturally like that but i think that's okay so i was just gonna say okay so i was just gonna say looking at this one this one seems to like kind of spin in circles almost when it walks if you pay attention to it and the one in front of it very much so rocks in a straight line but see look this one see how it's like very yeah, it's almost like crab walking. It's like, yeah, it's so strange. And the other one walks so much more purposely, like bam, 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 bam. No knees, no knees on either of them. It is very weird. But see how it almost turns around and spins when it walks? And it starts off kind of like, like that, too. It's like step, turn, turns. step, turn, yeah. step. See, look, and see how it turns and then comes back. Like almost like an accordion almost. It's or just so like it- it's interesting, the movements of it. It pulls like the whole half side of its weight forward as opposed forward. to like using the legs from the waist down. Well, I guess there's not really a waist. There's not really I mean? a it's waist. Like, yeah. It's like it's almost like a like what like a buoy in, in the water or something. Yes. Like, but this this video came much later. This is 2011. Like, is it sideways? Is it front facing? Like, I'm so confused at the perspective of what we're looking at it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? 
So it was only the first video that has been demonstrated to be like not, not authentic, but not can, easily. They couldn't like easily free. be like, no, we couldn't. We couldn't say for infinitive. This is all fake. Can you play that again, please? Which one? Which one? The last one you saw. I just I'm just watching it over and over again. I'm like, I know it's so creepy. And I just I'm like trying I, to figure out, like, if this could be some sort of trick of the light or like camera artifact or some sort of like, uh, I don't know, some sort of oh. animal that there we go. That you don't have the full. It's funny you say animal because people we can talk theories. This know. one. That's, Are you guys seeing that full screen now? I think this, yeah, this one's the most compelling one, I think. because This is just so interesting to me. I can't stop watching it. Truly. Really? Yeah, honestly. I n- I don't know if it's fake or real, but, like, it's just so, the movements and, like, when it turns it's... sideways, it looks so thin, but then, like, it looks so wide that it's so, and the other one in the background looks so different from the one in the foreground. See how it stops and keeps pausing, looks behind itself. All of a sudden, it's, like, walking straight, but then it crosses its legs right here, see, and, like, kind of drags one leg behind. They're so different. Look, that one, he does a full circle in the corner right there. But yeah, roll the that, end, roll I that feel bean like we footage again. Roll that. See. Yeah, see. Okay, wait, hold on. Me. I got to go back even further. You can see through it. Though. Yeah, see. Look, yes. look. Yes. See, look. Boom. You can see through it there. Mm-hmm. So fucking weird right there at the end. See, no one's done any analysis on this video. To me, this could be something that's a CGI. This could be, I feel like this could be more easily recreated for sure. I be, I just don't know about the movements, though. The movements this, are so it's, interesting. This is the, the 2011. Here, and here's the thing about this one. Here's the thing that gets me about this video. The way it walks doesn't look like somebody's bending their knees. So, like, how are they? It's just, it's so. Well, that's, I mean, you could, it. like I said, it's like they're just swaying back and forth and moving all their weight. Like there's the gate. gate I get what you're saying. He's Patrick starring it. It's not like this. It's like this. Patrick star. Yes, Jamie. Yeah. Patrick star. Yeah. But that other one in the back is a midget. I think too. That looks like a child child back there. It's just, and then like, but look at some point, look how how, I was going to say, look how wide the legs are. Like, Look at that. That's fucking well, look, insane. Spread look how far up like the crotch. That's goes, where like, I got my. And the, and the thing. Why? And here's the thing with that one. That's what gets me. It's like, okay, it could be weird. But then it does that where it's like, you see like the thing that is on top could be the smallest ball. How could that be a person in there? You know what I'm saying? Like the other one, I could see you hiding and your body in there. But that one over there, that one's a little sketchy to me. This is not people. This no, one's not a that. person. I give you that. That is not people. But it's the see-through part in the next frame that we can see through it that I'm like, what? You guys are convincing me to move towards me. Right, boom. Pause. Oh, Oh, hold on. Let me go back. Bitch, you missed it. Come on. Right there. Boom. I don't think you could see. Yeah. You can see the line of the road right there. Oh, yeah. That's a belt, but it's the road. I get what you're saying. Like the the white part Wait, of like we'll the road. rewind it and see if we can see it in a different but listen frame. this is in yosemite this is a one of the see like, yeah you see it the haunted, whole time he turns yeah you see it the whole fucking time he turns bro. almost a haunted national park yeah yeah that's that's if I wanted... the number one most dangerous park in the country the other people guy isn't see through though People die here all the time. There's tons of different ghost lore just in Yosemite by itself. There are different yep. areas of Yosemite that is literally known for just 
the haunting there, like lures you in a place, pushes you off the cliff or someone that's like crying, like typical. What's the word? Is it a cryptid? No. Just like, uh, uh, like, ghosts, like, like how uh, some type of poltergeist or something. Poltergeist, they, yeah. Cry. The cry is always like a really big thing when it comes to weird supernatural creatures like this, where they mm-hmm. cry, lures you in and they like do something to you. So you, Yosemite in general is very high and yeah. high strangeness. So I, uh, this he- almost looks better to me than the first video, which is funny that the first video the first video was like we can't debunk it no one's tried with this video and for some reason the more i watch that video the, the more, more i'm like, like into it yeah, yeah me too right now weird. yeah yeah I yeah the, i can't i keep watching it the more and more it's like no that's the fake one that's the shitty one but then the more and more you look at it you're like wait a second there's some weird fucking shit going on here but it's hard that- if you think about it because our mind can be so analytical that we want to say there's no way why mm-hmm. would it look like this but at the same time how are we to like, where do we put the line of what we think it would look like and what we're just projecting, like what standard we have where yeah. something would really wow us, you know, it's and like you, you have to put that kind of what you envision aside. Mm-hmm. A lot of the, a lot of the more like folklore or high strangest explanations seemingly don't have any kind of like solid like it, it just seems like it was kind of made up on the spot because you'll rewrote like, well, the natives perhaps thought it was like some sort of extraterrestrial that uh, from another swamp planet that uh, is here to to uh, teach man how to live in harmony with nature. It's just like, yeah, you like you're just so easy to pull that out of your ass, you know, it like so that's a red flag to me is just like there's no like you said, the source of it is sketchy. The dates where it's from, the fact that there's only like two or three videos or whatever it is Mm -hmm. the fact that um i there's no uh i like reported eyewitness accounts of these things Mm -hmm. but like you said yes well it's just this video but it's just the video right like you'd think you'd see like a roadside sighting or something like that but again like you said uh, the sierras and like yosemite that whole area is really weird just in general I mean, there's a lot mm-hmm. of Bigfoot activity out there. You're not too far from, uh, you know, all that. Well, it's interesting, know, too, that this it's a lot like the Dover Demon. Like, you don't have a bunch of sightings, right? Like, we have this mm-hmm. very isolated kind of instance where it happened. These two videos, whether one of them or both of them are real, right? You have this very isolated thing. It's been a cultural phenomenon. Bobby doesn't know too much about it, but me, me and Bree know about it very much. I've seen it in like movies. There's tons of, if you go online pictures, so many fucking pictures that people like draw of it. Cause it's so it's creepy. Stupid. It's now like a pop culture thing. It's like, like a pop culture thing. If yeah. you look it up online, chances are you are going to get more websites that are selling t-shirts, coasters, mm-hmm. stickers. Like that's fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's like, at least I mean, with Sasquatch that happens and with Bigfoot. Like everything, though. Yeah, it's, but at least yeah. with that, you have equal amount. I think you have more websites that are just creating merch than you have mm-hmm. someone giving you any actual information. information. And one There's... thing that we didn't talk about that Bobby mentioned, though, was the whole, like, American um, Indian thing. Like, it, it's the Native American story. So you touched on it but we didn't talk really about how people are saying 
that this is something that's mentioned in Native American culture, that these are, like you said, the swamp beings. But how verifiable or, is that? It was kind it's of not. Point. It's been debunked. So it's, that's what's really funny that you mentioned it. It's literally been debunked. It's like on every single side, everyone's like, oh, this seems crazy. But in a Native American culture, no one names what tribe, what the name of this being is. Everyone just says in Native American culture and Native American lore, lore. Right. these beings are swamp beings. And that's why they have these tall legs so they can walk through There's the marshlands. There's no like, old weathered Indian man. There's no name. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so the, and then there's the pictures. There's pictures of the, um, these statues almost that look very similar to them. Can do you have that? Can you I'll look, look it up, up right? I'll look it up while you talk. But um, were, the, were those even created? So that's another thing is no phenomenon. one knows who took the picture, where the picture's located at all. So there's people that are like, oh, this is in Florida. There's other people that are like, oh no, this is a DMV in California. No one knows exactly where these statues are and if they are whatsoever even related to any type of Native American lore. They're just yeah. like a random picture. And then people just threw it out there. Everyone picked it up and ran without giving any like precise detail or attaching what it is. They just said, oh, Native American lore. They weren't like, oh, this tribe and this tribe. And this is what they're called. People like there's there's swamp beings. Oh, they're fairy beings. They're beings that have been here before us. And they're here to connect us to our human world, to nature to the unseen their nature spirits no one knows where this is who took the picture who uploaded it and where the hell it is like this could have been after all of these things this could mm-hmm. be a completely different being is this, this could be just is it this one Brie? random there were the first couple ones that you put and that one yeah so this could like, easily be like art sculpture art exactly that was created before this was even a thing too exactly but it's sad though because one thing i think jamie and i always agree on is uh if a story anything like that ever crosses over to any type of native american culture history lore it gives a certain type of credence to the story Mm -hmm. because they were the first people they i personally think that like what was passed down to their generation holds more value than what we see in our everyday life. Now they didn't have that type of like weird control and censorship and filtering that we have now. So I always take that into more consideration than I think what I see in my everyday life. So I feel like in this situation, it was taken advantage of. Right. So if you can, if you can want to make the claim and trace this back to like native American lore, it shouldn't be this vague. Like exactly. there should be some solid. Uh, yeah. You should have some there. fucking cave paintings or some shit. Or it just a, a dude that has, you know, a dude that's a Native American man that's talking about it or exactly. something. Like, exactly. Every video you find on YouTube about this is basically like everything we just said, only we're just hyper analyzing it because it's fun. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, like there's no, it's like, the the native american thing just seems like such an embellished cop-out like it's almost like well it's real because so and so xyz native american lore and you're like okay but 
It's like we've talked about before, the God of the gap theories, the alien of the gap theories, you now have the Indian of the gap Mm -hmm. theories, which you can't explain. You throw some explanation on to try to hold some credence to it. I hate that because it does hold, it does hold weight. And that's why they did it though. But that's why they did it. It discredits the legitimate. It does. That's what I'm saying. It was taken advantage of because if you take a second look, you'll notice that every single page, every single story that's saying that doesn't tell you the tribe, doesn't tell you the story, doesn't tell you the name. They actually say, oh, we don't know like who and what said this and like where. So why, why even bring it up? You know, it's like they tried so hard to bring it into legitimacy, I think Mm -hmm. with that. And it doesn't withstand whatsoever. It could have been people trying to sell t-shirts. Like, like you said, like there's a lot of speculation about everything from Loch Ness, uh, you know, attract tourism, create some sort of weird phenomenon just to like sell some uh, coffee mugs at the local corner store or whatever. I mean, there's 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 cases like in Wisconsin, like the Hodog Hodag monster, which is mm-hmm. like legitimately a hoax. Like it's not a real thing. There's a picture of these old timey guys in front of it, but it's not real but it became a part of the town's lore and people go there and and everyone knows it's not real, but people still go there and like they sell t-shirts and merchandise and all that stuff. So I don't know, like this one's, this one is cool and it's neat, but I just, it just, I'm leaning more towards sci-fi. I was like totally down to sci-fi it. I think, I think we're going to have to sci-fi it. I'm super compelled by that fucking video, but I think I'm going to have to sci-fi second, it with you. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I was so down to just be like, sci-fi, sci-fi, sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And then we kept watching that stupid video over and over. And I've seen it so many times that for some reason, like, just replaying it and, like, staring at it. Okay. Uh, so if if hard. Only because I'm like, damn, how did they do that? But if anything is fucking possible. If we scale this, if one is fact- Five is middle bitch. Ten mm-hmm. is sci-fi. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it a seven. I was gonna I say an eight. An eight. Wow. Eight point okay. five. Nine. Yeah, I was I was gonna say almost eight point five, but I went eight. Yeah. You know what? To be honest. Be honest. I know. Give me a second. <laughs> I'm trying to find my the words for it. No, I'm just trying to feel how I how I feel. Oh, okay. Feel it. This is great audio. I know. I hate when I do this, ask, and you're always like, "This is great audio." This is. is not for listeners. <laughs> We're still here, audio people. So, how about that one time he's addicted to my aliens? This better be good, Bree. I'm sci-fying it. 100. 10. Okay. Okay. 10. Wow. We got we to gotta scale now. Wow. Like yeah, you had to get really into that. You're like, wait, let me really meditate on it real quick. Thank you so much, Bobby, for creating a scale. Yeah, we appreciate that. We like that. This has been a monumental moment for me in my wow, life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is life changing. No, it is because we're always, I'm always like, I sci- I'm like, I sci-fi or I, or I fact. So you're doing a like, solid Middle 10. bitch. And then I'm like, oh, I, but I'm leaning. But I'm leaning towards. towards yeah. It's so hard. So it feels, I feel so comfortable. So it's, it's the middle scale. bitch scale. Yeah. Like, Bobby's, hard, Bobby's middle bitch scale. Yeah. It's a hard 10. I gave it a hard 10. I'm so I'm going to do an 8.5. Don't let me think about it because I'll change my mind. Yeah, she will. She'll change her mind. I'm going to say I'm going to do prices, right rules and say eight, eight. All right. Eight. 
All right, that's a solid fuck this cryptid up its asshole. I think I think that it's easily hoaxable, even even yeah. with the the more compelling. I think that for well, Halloween we should all dress up as one and take pictures. I thought that too, but I don't have the right body type for that. We can make it work. Um, we can use some stilts. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I People just look would like say the it looks like stilts. Marshmallow Man. All right, Bobby, why don't you tell us about your your cryptid uh, movie? Oh, oh, what let's say that for next time. No. Okay, real quick. We've made this far <laughs> in the episode. Exactly. Uh, I I do this thing a lot where uh, I'm really into like horror and sci-fi and weird, interesting movies. Not for everyone podcast. I host a movie podcast called Not for Everyone, but it's not just movies, but it's mostly around that. The point this is, this is your main um, podcast now, though. <laughs> it, it kind of is. It's a lot more consistent, to be honest. A new oh, one perfect. just dropped today, by the way, for Not for Everyone. Ooh, um, perfect. But. Um, a lot of time, you know, Amazon app, the Amazon Prime app with all the movies like it that I love it so much because it, it's I guess it's super easy to throw anyone's movie on there. Oh, mm-hmm. totally. Yes. Yes. Rotate yes. about. It's it, they're a lot less like selective than something like Netflix. Yeah. So there's a lot of like <laughs> trash horror movies on there. And sometimes I'll just kind of like throw one on for background noise and uh, see if it catches my attention or maybe find some gems in the in the pile of trash. And uh, I'm happy to report this one called Dawn of the Beast that I'm I watched. This Rand- down. Uh, I don't know if it's your cup of tea, Brie, but you know, it's fun. It's uh, it's You'd be it's surprised. almost okay. Cakes. Okay. Ooh. Well, yeah, this one is a relatively recent independent horror film that I threw on, and like I said, like I threw it on for background noise, but it ended up like rewinding it and watching it from the beginning because it caught my attention. It's more or less about. Uh, people going out to look for cryptids in the woods and we it's kind of what i like to call a monster mash movie where it's like you have all kinds of different monsters but in this case it's cryptid so there's like a windango and there's a bigfoot and then there's like some nods to like you know evil dead type you know possessions and things like that it's just this weird hodgepodge and it's really well executed and pulled off especially for something that i had no expectations for so dawn of the beast is uh if you're into this kind of stuff and you like like independent horror movies i would definitely check that out does it have a good ending good acting decent acting for what it is yes i was like sometimes bad acting makes a a movie good but it, that's another reason why i throw these on sometimes to see like the try to find the like the next so bad it's good entertaining yeah movie. yeah like, this movie is just like a good like it's decent and yeah i'm know, gonna for, watch for it, it all right well we'll all watch I it i'm down idea the well, I was like really really stoned when i watched it so i don't yeah I, eat I don't some know. gummies first. so at the end of every episode bobby we're gonna need you to recommend a movie for uh, us movie now okay yes. yeah so it's gonna be your new be bobby's like you can bring some of the not for everyone here. Um, I think that would be really excellent actually to our show. Okay. Yeah, Bobby, you're so thank you for coming on our show and making us <laughs> this is Bobby's show too. That's what, well, yeah, it's yours now. You're are in you guys it. still doing like regular episodes. We are recording one on October 2nd or 3rd. Okay. Okay. Well, um... so sometimes. I would Sometimes like to uh, put a feeler yeah. <laughs> out if anyone, if you guys are down, I, I want to interview some people that have cryptid accounts. Yeah, let's do it. I'm in. Bigfoot yeah. or it could be anyone. It doesn't have to be an expert, just someone that has a yeah, let's throw it out story there. to tell and we can uh, break it down. 
I like it. I'll throw it. We'll throw it out on the let's Twitters do and do it. And like, yeah, let's let's get people in. All right, everybody. We love you. That was our episode this week. We'll be back next week on Tuesday, as always, at 1 a.m. We Yay. had somebody this morning who was like, I was just randomly checking your YouTube this morning to see if you dropped a video. And now it's 3 a.m. and I can't stop watching. Oh, that's Fuck good. Yeah. I was like, you're welcome, sir. W- welcome to early hour YouTube drops. This is really at 1 a.m. Yeah, Shout really. That guy. Sunny. Thank you, Sunny. We love you. Sunny. Sunny. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Love you. End it like you normally do. Oh, fuck you, Mountain View, California. Fuck you, Bobby. And fuck you, Bobby. And fuck you, Bobby. Fuck you so much. Thank you for being here. I don't like to say fuck you, Mountain View, California. Jamie likes to say it. I don't. I don't like to throw that kind of shade out there in the universe. Okay, so give us a closing line. No, I always say that. Just say fuck you, Bobby. I just said fuck you, Bobby. Okay. Love you, everybody. Love All you, right. Bobby. Love you, Mountain Goodbye. View. Goodbye. Love you, the cryptids. Um, oh, you can just cut this you off. Back yeah, I'm just going to cut it off. Just, <laughs> if you're a Fresno Nightcrawler, call me. Call me. Show up. Uh, maybe we could see. Wait, hold on. We didn't really think about the fact that, like, what about how and some videos there's like different filters so you can see different things so maybe like the human eye can't actually see the crawler but it picks up on camera maybe that's yeah. why no one has actual uh eyes I witness of it maybe hmm. yep Put that's definitely a part of the conversation we could have talked about 20 well minutes just ago. i just did <laughs> all right bye guys it's never okay. too late to have no. good ah! it's it's ended it's